0: So thank you guys for joining me today on lashgasm radio i love that the tables are turned now and i'm interviewing <laughs> you because you um had me on your show multiple times so i really appreciate that and yeah on absolutely well we were
1: super excited when we found out you were moving into the podcast world and uh it's
2: welcome. perfectly natural because yeah. you're yeah. so uh conversational <laughs> I
0: yeah get a lot, you know, i got a- It's a nice way of saying I have a big fat mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, I definitely have a lot to say. And, you know, I love um, that we do think a little bit differently over here. And I've always been a person to, you know, question everything and challenge the status quo and think outside the box. Like I've always been like that. So I think, I think it's good when people come in and shake things up. So. Absolutely. I'm following in your footsteps. So thank awesome. you for leading the way for the Lash industry
1: oh, sweet. Um, <laughs>
0: podcast. I'm sure there will be many more to follow, right?
1: God willing. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I feel like everybody I know completely knows what Lash Con is. You know, everybody that I know has gone to both, but, you know, we uh, cater a lot to, to new people starting in the industry, people that are, um, you know, really just getting their feet on the ground and learning who's who and who can they lean on for advice. So today I wanted to have you guys on to talk about LashCon Mm -hmm. and get the word out to anybody who doesn't know because I have enjoyed your events and I'm looking forward to next year. And I just wanted to give you guys um, another avenue to talk about your conference. So for anyone listening that doesn't know, lay it it on us. What is LashCon?
1: What is LashCon? And thanks so much yeah i mean janelle you've been with us since the beginning uh you were i think our top tier sponsor two years ago and we've always appreciate your contribution to supporting and Mm -hmm. yeah everything you've done to help us and support us it's been really you and a few other people have been like at the top of our list the most generous people so we thank Thank you
0: you. we do what we can you know and this year hasn't been easy for anybody and I feel like everyone's just trying to figure their life out, but we'll always do what we can to support because I love what you guys are doing and you have to be.
1: So what is Lashcon? Lashcon, what it isn't first off, and and I've actually had this when I was reading some of the reviews and thank God 99% of the reviews are all positive and happy. But I remember one person this last, but it's funny, it's this year, you know, LashCon, our third year is 2021. I keep thinking next year. We're in next year already. But we're
0: stuck in like that 2020 hole of like, <laughs> are we out yet? It's No, like, it doesn't. No, no, it's, like, it's, uh, still it's still that,
1: going on. 2020 yeah, is still here, it feels year, like. So
0: one? are you referring to the first comp, the first one? Well, so no, no, just, just one
1: of the virtual. Just, just two months ago, the okay. virtual one, someone wrote me a comment and said, Well, I loved it, but I wish there was more talk about lashes. And I went, where in our marketing did I mess up that you thought that our conference was gonna be about lashes? Kind of like most conferences, right? Where you sit around you talk about technique, you talk about glue, and well, what we do talk about glue, but more about the the, the design, volume, all that different stuff. The actual
2: stuff. practical art of applying yeah. lashes. Yeah. Like yeah. the service. The right service the itself.
0: Do the service better. Um, that's interesting to hear that because, yeah. I mean, that's really, the main thing that you promoted it as this is not, this is a business conference.
1: Exactly. Um, so it's just funny. People, yeah. you know, it's, it's selective reading, I guess, when you look at the website and you, you click on the buy your ticket and it keeps saying business conference, business conference. And that's what it really is. This is a business conference for beauty professionals. This is a place for where you get to finally hone your craft the business side of things we spend so much time focusing on our technique all the trainers are teaching here and they do teach some marketing instagram tips stuff like that but very few people really talk about business i think maybe tara walsh is our lone example like a lone cry in the the, out in the the wilderness talking about hey you guys you don't just need to be a great artist you need to be a great great business person too and that's really what LashCon's all about, about bringing in, and also not just the same people you see at every conference, even though we love all of them, we're friends with everyone. We try to bring in new voices into the community who are maybe from the beauty world, because the hair world's been around for thousands of years and they have so much wisdom and, and great ideas and a lot of stuff that we can learn from. So that, in fact, we did this all the time ourselves. We very rarely looked at our lash salons and what to do. We met and got to know a lot hair salons and get to know beauty professionals outside of the last world because they've been doing so much longer they have all this wisdom to um, pass off people that have
0: have the data right
1: exactly
0: who have actually physically experienced it themselves and there's so there is so much wisdom in that and that's something you can't pay for and i think personally you know as far as like certain business business techniques or marketing techniques i mean you can apply that to really any industry Right.
1: Whether
0: yeah, absolutely hair or you're selling shoes or whatever the case may be, there's certain things, you know, that they teach you um, you know, in business school and in mar- when you go to school to be a marketer, like that's has nothing to do with industry specific, right?
1: Yeah, no, so, business is business.
0: Exactly. Well, and I, I love that you guys incorporate other people that aren't just flash people because there's so much value in that from the
2: networking alone, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's the and other that's, part oh, of no. LashCon is that yeah. it is kind of like a reunion. It's uh, an opportunity for us all to get together and be friends, you know. And connect, and connect. with each other.
1: And we're and what's cool about LashCon, that wasn't expected. I mean, we had parties. We had a cocktail party. We had gatherings and such. But we didn't expect we didn't realize that that was gonna be what people I think most were excited afterwards when they left LashCon, the first one was like, oh my gosh, I have like 18 new Lash friends. And we heard of all these collaborations, people partnering up, people finding new people to try new ventures, new ideas. And
2: th-
0: that
1: was just super satisfying watching all that happen. That was really, Kind of in our, I think in the back of our mind we wanted to happen, but we didn't know. Cause often in the past when we've we've gone to conferences and it's and it's not, I don't blame the, anyone. It's just what I think the culture is banned. It's the it's worst
2: a, thing is, is you go there and you feel like a complete outsider. Yeah. Like you yeah. want to be in you, want right. because you're struggling with everything, you, you so want to be a part of everything but you don't know how to connect with people. Right. I hated that feeling. I yeah. hate feeling like I just want to hang out in the bathroom, right? So we really made it a point. Or at the
1: bar. (laughs) Drowning (laughs) your
2: sorrows. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I wish I had a friend.
2: (laughs) We wanted to make people feel welcome and included. And that was just the whole vibe and the whole spirit of LashCon is welcoming people and introducing them to people. You know, I meet somebody, I take them on my arm and just introduce them to people, all my friends. I mean, that
1: was Tusney's job as the hostess is she literally went from the first moment that thing opened and just was... Connecting people, because she said, you know, she'd walk up to someone and say, "Hey, do you, how are you doing? My name's Tustin." Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And like, do you know anyone here? To go, no, I don't. Well, let me introduce you to my friends. And Tustin just I walk them over to two other that. people. Yeah, love that. And, yes.
0: and
1: I and I noticed as I was watching the interactions, especially at the VIP kind of cocktail thing, is that there were people hugging each other who didn't know each other. As I talked to them, like, no, I just met them, and I was like. It's really we, we kind of I think we pushed the first domino and also just kind of self-replicated where people are just kind of naturally reaching out of their bubble and connecting. And that was something that we just were, were most proud of because I think it, it it didn't feel like you didn't belong. I mean of course i'm sure someone went to LashCon and like well it sucked for me but i 99 percent of people again
2: of the people yeah. felt like it was yeah. like uh, it was open to them yeah so. and that
1: was a first for us to see at a real conference and we really hope to do that again i mean our next one this coming year we have parties planned every night we're gonna have a party saturday night sunday night and monday night even oh. uh, af- after party all that it's gonna oh. be great
0: i know i'll have to be- make a better choice or a better decision with she, with my shoes because i wore a pair of shoes i ended up like re-breaking a toe because it was oh, so no. Not re- I, I stressed it out strained it so but I like re inflamed an old injury and I had to like go to the hotel room and like ice my foot and put it out oh up. my gosh but let me tell you today oh, like get it together
2: so good though I remember your dress it was like some like crocodile kind of stretchy skin thing yes, that was, was like by the Sony print oh my goodness
0: seemed yeah. like Watercolored, but the so, shoes were a mistake. So I'm gonna keep it real next time. Wear some probably sneakers and work it out because my heart was in it. But I was like, I, I, this yeah, is a problem. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> um, no, but, Tessa's
1: uh, always appreciate your style. She's uh... like, <laughs> you
0: know, I know did. you're 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 always wearing something fun, and I appreciate that. I love fashion and style, and I love that form of expression. And it's nice to see people that aren't just like you know wearing the same. Boring thing all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but
1: even though at, at most conferences I go, black is usually the preferred color, I think, by beauty professionals. I just, everyone shows up in black and looks really cool and cheap i mean- and all
0: that. Now I wear black, all black every single day. Cause that's the, um, it's, I don't wanna say uniform but that's just our color. Yeah, it's your like look. Yeah. Affairs, so it's just easier to get everybody to look like they work here. So mm-hmm. if you, I have been seeing my little outfit posts so everyone's like, can we see you in some color? I'm like, probably not. This is all as <laughs> I'm gonna get is this tie dye situation. Well, um, yes, yes. yeah, I just wanted to say one thing about the conference and, and the vibe sometimes that you get when you go as somebody that's going to, attending an event, doesn't know anybody um, I just thought of something when you were saying that when I got a job earlier on working at the Mac store, I was doing makeup. Right. So it was like that same situation, like coming and joining a new group and people not like showing that they're accepting you. Like yeah. you'd show up and it was like, almost like the mean girl club. Like you had to like fight your way in and like prove yeah. yourself and like, like, they're cool, but they're not. It was just such an odd energy to have, and it, I. That's Mac, sometimes, right? <laughs> this is early when Mac was like Mac, right? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh! It's everybody like, yes, to everybody. There. Wants to get, yeah. But I would sit sometimes go in my car and lunch, and I would like cry because I was like, I just felt so like an outsider, and I was like, I just didn't understand because I just wanted to have fun and wanted to do makeup. I just. I don't know. I just wanted to go and help people in the store and do their little looks. So I just didn't understand what the what that is like. What is the hostility? Why why are people so closed off and don't want to include other people? Is it jealousy? Like I just could never understand. Like where does that come from? When you just start with I automatically don't like you. Why can't we move backwards? <laughs> like hey, everyone's cool, and then if they kind of do something shady, then you can make a decision. So I think that yeah. that is something that I didn't recognize at Lashcon. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to say, that I oh, right. that yeah. I didn't feel like that was the energy there. Yeah. I made some relationships with people and since have done some collaborations, but it was just friendly.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know, like I didn't, so good job with that though. Because well, hey, it's hard well, to that. perpetuate that.
1: And something we're gonna do again, we actually hired someone, an actor, a friend of mine, a friend of a friend, And she was an actor and we said we want you to be was it Fanny Fan? Fanny Fan. Fan. And
2: she went around and just welcomed people and started conversations. She was super outgoing and she was dressed kind of clownish. It was really fun. Yeah. And and that also worked to, you know, bring people in. Because the worst thing is is that feeling like you don't quite belong or you don't look right or something, you know, it taps into all of our own fears about going through high school, you know, just like With me, I just want to be accepted. Like, who has time for any of that mess anymore?
0: And you know what's what's funny to us is, I'm a guarantee. I'm just like, I don't really know. I'm not. I'm only in my head. But I would put money that every single person there feels exactly that way. Some people are just better at disguising it through humor. I know so, I tend to lean towards jokes and stuff when I'm uncomfortable. That's yes. just who I am, but we're all the same. We all yeah. want to connect and feel uncomfortable. So I think that's that's something that we should keep in mind when you're at one of these events is like, hey, you know, people probably feel uncomfortable too. And that should be like your own sort of icebreaker to just like take a chance to talk to somebody because I'm sure that, that would make it's going to make their day right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone just find someone. I mean, I do this when I'm a, a meeting or group where I don't know anyone and I just look for someone else who doesn't know anyone. I'll just come yeah. up and say, hi, say, Hey, I'm Paul. How you doing? It looks like you're, you're, are you waiting for someone? Like, no, nah, I don't know anyone here. Or my wife dragged me here or something like that. And you're like, Hey, uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's like find a connection and talk about, yeah. and ask questions. And then before you know, you'll be laughing, talking and, and make a new friend. And I think totally. if you go to conferences with that kind of idea that Every, there's other people like you looking for that connection, looking for that, you'll find it. One other thing I wanted to point out that we did differently that I really felt made a big difference is that we didn't have, well, I would say, a table where all the speakers were cut off from everyone. Mm-hmm. I've seen it where I've been to a conference and speakers have their own tables and they're kind of like mm-hmm. in their own little Me group.
0: Too. I've, and- I've been to several. Yeah. Only, actually mostly all of them that i've been to have been in that fashion
1: exactly and that, yeah. and while i know it's they're trying to honor the speakers and make them feel like hey you guys are vips you came here did all yep. this for us good, intentions. good mm-hmm. intentions but the problem that the side effect they don't know if they realize it almost separates the speakers from the pack so that they're in their own little group and if you see three or four people talking you don't want to go up and say hi because you feel like, oh, they're all together. So I don't want to interrupt want to them. Break up but it's it. like
0: the hierarchy, right? Yeah, It's yeah. creating that unintentional, like, like status level. Yeah. Like, happens yeah. just naturally with humans. And I love that you just did a dog reference too. It's like, we are <laughs> animals. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's yes like, <laughs> Yeah, it's that unintentional, unspoken, like, vibe that gets put out there when you do things like that. And... You know, it's, we, we did that at our event too, where we spread everyone out from last year, like everyone had a different table. And yeah. uh, next, if we ever have another event again, it's, you guys will have hundred percent have to come. We can do like a live podcast. Oh, that'd uh, be cool. We'll be that's there. That's Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to- um, When live events come back. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep that on the back burner. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so um, and we were kind of talking about the two events you guys did, yeah. you one in person, one. And yep. then this year was the virtual I just want to give you guys a little bit of feedback um, live because I know I filled out that little form and sent it back. But I actually was thinking about this when we set the schedule up to to do the podcast. I've been toying around with what I liked better because I love the in person for all of those reasons. Getting together, you can't you know do that online, yeah. but the ability because if obviously you have to do it virtually. That's that's the only option that we have. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually got to see more speakers. I was like bouncing around to the rooms. I didn't have to put my fancy outfit on. Although I love that. <laughs> there was no yeah. commuting. I just felt like, I don't know for some, it's like hard for me to choose which one I liked better. So I think the fact that we do now have this as an option and everyone's like, all right, it is what it is. I feel like you did make the best of it. And it was highly organized. I really don't have anything negative to to say about it. I think you guys did a really good job at, you know, pivoting and doing the best of it and kind of give, that was really like everyone i talked to in the last world was like, God, it's kind of like the little highlight of 2020." to just be able to feel like a community and just yeah. hear other people. I loved the panels. I loved it. I loved oh, nice. hearing Savannah talk. I loved just everyone's perspective on what was going on. And it just, I don't know, it was cool. It just seemed a little bit more raw in a way when you're just like home doing your thing. So for anyone that's you know concerned about the conference and if it's gonna be in person or virtual, like I will take whatever option that there is and <laughs> just really, Just, there's no downside to doing a virtual besides the shots at the after party, which certainly we'll make up I for know. that yeah, yeah. We,
1: we broke the bar at the uh, two years ago they said you get we literally broke their bar they literally, they were they running were out of stuff get, had they had
2: nothing they had no idea you guys really enjoy yourselves we're like yes we do yes <laughs> yeah
0: i want to say i feel like the the lash base jamie having that brit there those pop that pop style <laughs> <right. that> drink <laughs> like a i don't level. know i feel like maybe that was him
1: <laughs> yeah jamie had started at 7 a.m and went all night no it's yeah like, no i'm just kidding no, I'm he's kidding.
0: fantastic. I'm just he did not thinking about all the different people that came and like that was yeah. the first time I got a chance to, to
2: meet him and get to know him so having that in person really is dope too so um but in terms of the um the difference between the the online um one and the, the one in person what we didn't want to do with the online one was have it be more of the same of what we're, we're all used to with this quarantine which is zoom yeah it's just a know, webinar where, you know where you have which is perfectly fine but we we didn't want to have that same kind of vibe where it's just uh, a, a video and or
1: just here's 20 videos watch them at some point when right. you can it's which
0: like,
2: look, yeah. that's good
0: sometimes right where yeah. like, I just want to fucking watch the information I don't yeah. need to hear it, just just lay it on me so there's there's good and bad to that which Absolutely. is smart to do it in that way um because you that's you feel more included in the conversation like I wasn't participating but I was like yeah like
2: I felt part of it
0: yeah. yeah. So we,
2: I, we planned I, transitions and we planned we, we had um,
1: chats, live chats. We had the speakers in the rooms themselves chatting while there
2: giveaways. We did a, lot of, we did a yeah. lot of
1: giveaways. We actually had a live party on Sunday night and we had um um and Bailey sock they, come
2: basically people uh submitted uh silly TikTok videos yeah. and we, we all went through them together. I mean, so, watch oh we watched their
1: videos and we had Bailey sock come and and teach everyone how to do a dance routine which was really That cool. was cute.
2: I yeah. remember when I was in
1: the
0: room I was like play my dog video you're like a <laughs> video for a prize and I was like oh I like didn't get it. Yeah, I was That's like it. I would didn't want the prize like I wasn't doing it to Yeah, the prize, but I was like Zoe was so um well, was the client and during and, the and, filming, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah? During the film of that filming of that video, I was like, She needs her time. so um, awesome, by so the way. Cute. It's one of my yeah, favorite Yeah, and videos. you know what? I recently um learned the other day when I was listening to a podcast. Um, they were talking about how when you go to business school, how you know you think they sit in a room and they'll just be statistics and they'll just be <laughs> you know, very stiff and dry, yeah? Well, really, the opposite now where they teach. Um, like case studies and they mm. teach through story and conversation. It's yeah. not even like how it used to be. Everyone's learning style is very different. They're feeling that people, not feeling data showing that people are motivated by different ways. Yeah. Old techniques for learning is it's not working Is based on attention spans. Um, you know, I'm, I, I work with a gentleman who's a teacher at Pepperdine. He teaches a luxury branding course. Mm. And he was saying um, how he switched up his second his second semester because he was like all right just example he was like instead of doing um, before it started he was like I'm gonna do six hours of lecture and then one hour of conversation so then he just mm-hmm. realized that that wasn't the way and there there, just, there wasn't any magic in the room so yeah. the second second semester he did the opposite one hour of lecture, six hours of conversation.
1: Oh,
0: wow. So that, I just feel like that's the new way of learning is through conversation and talking about, tell me your struggles so that I can do better. And you know what I'm saying? It's not just so much like reading from the book anymore, which I love that. And so that's kind of what I felt like was happening at the conference.
1: Yeah, because we would have the the conversation. Yeah, because we'd have the talk, and then afterwards we have uh, not everyone, but we'd have live Q and As. Yeah. So in fact, two of our speakers were from England. We had Jamie on, and we had Tom Martin on, and they're they were up at like midnight doing these live Q and As, and it was really special because I think it did create a little bit more of that conversational thing versus yeah. just let me just give you a whole bunch of lectures and then you have yeah. to walk away and try to pull out of it here you actually had a chance to interact and, and communicate and so much was going on in the chat room i mean people were just totally interacting commenting feedback. it was like yeah was just, just flying, flying by, by. Right? i was like whoa and that i think good, created though. again a little bit more connection a little bit more interactivity yeah. versus me just sitting there listening for an hour taking notes has its place but you're right i think yeah people really especially now I think people are craving connection and interactivity and, sure. and that's how we learn so I, I, awesome. I know from me when I was in college and I guess our my my classes were ahead of their time but back I
0: worked 1600s.
1: yeah back in the 1600s <laughs> kidding,
0: I had to no, yeah. seriously that's how <laughs> before you
1: know. America was found yes basically we based I I remember our class most of my classes I was in tv film and also my minor was in marketing and advertising so all my classes were all interactive. I mean, if you're doing yeah. do an advertising course, you don't sit and listen to lectures. You actually most of your time are working on ad campaigns, coming up with ideas, brainstorming, and interacting. And I, I love going to school because it was mostly me hanging out in a room, laughing, coming up with ideas and, and such with other like-minded people. So I, I think but today, people
0: learn though, yeah. right? I think we need more of that. Like just the way that we've been doing it just I feel bad for the little kids that just they're full of all this energy and they're like sitting in a desk like who does that work for not yeah. a lot of people people yeah. need to be moving around experiencing building memories learning through action yeah. so um I love that I love yeah, well, that. you kept, well, you well, kept my well, attention and that's saying a lot so I was oh, through the whole thing and I wasn't <laughs> like scrolling <laughs> around like I usually am I so it. um yeah. so We've talked about the in-person event. We've talked about the virtual. I'm sure that there's struggles with putting both of those events on. I'm sure there's some of them are a little bit different, but yeah. you know what we can only imagine, right? If you've never thrown an event before, what goes into that, and sometimes you can't even imagine at all what that takes. But what would you say, um, each of you, what was the most challenging part of the conference for you? Real talk, it too. Yeah. Well,
2: the yeah. first year, the first year, because we hadn't done it before, um, we had just closed the salon, so we were kind of scrambling. Um, we had wonderful goodie bags. Oh my gosh, they were so fabulous, right? They but were. We, they we didn't recognize. I realized how much work would go into yeah. putting that. Like we had a full on like eight hundred
1: dollars worth of goodies, and in we those had bags. all
2: these tables and all these volunteers and the system, and um, we had some um problems getting the stuff into the bags and and volunteers and so we realized we this has to be like almost like a full-time job the next time so um role
0: yes exactly even just like the logistics because I know we've done some things with bags and you're like trying to time everybody getting it there and then oh yeah
2: and then having somebody monitor the bags so that yeah we had bags get taken you know we're just like oh no you know so yeah we had to we we have to have a system for that that is something that we're going to be ferocious about yeah i had some people
1: who didn't get their vip bags i had to do other tricks to make things right by them and i felt horrible but we just did not realize that people would just steal them and we had we had like three or four got stolen. I
2: don't stolen. think. L- let me just. I, can't, I don't I'm think that people that. are um trying to steal. I think they th- oh, that the thought I, that you know, hey, it's it's you know, it's I deserve like
1: a, this bag, like
2: dessert, right? Like it's like a buffet with dessert, and you think, oh, I'll just help myself to another piece of pie, right? Yeah. So that's I, I'm I'm going to choose to believe the best about.
1: I it. I usually do that, but in this case, I just believe someone so. said, I want another one. I want two. Oh <laughs> and maybe or maybe they thought we had infinite amount, and I. That's what I, I'm
2: I, saying. I don't think people thought I'm going to take this and do something wrong. I think I think yeah. it's, everyone's like, oh, look, there's, there's more, it's sap, more. Right? there's more pie.
0: It's like favors okay.
2: at a party. Right? Okay. Well, I was like, okay. <laughs> you I, never
0: yeah, know. It's like, so... You never know.
2: You know, sometimes things
0: get taken by accident for sure. Like you put it down, but yeah but also there my car
1: my car got taken <laughs>
2: anyway so that's what I, yeah. that's what we learn. i learned from from, from by me. the way
1: what we're going to do next time just anyone who buys a vip ticket we actually have more bags than we have vip so that way if we do have
2: something <laughs> yeah, exactly. disappear
1: magically like oh well don't worry i got five more in the bag, just ready to go yes
0: listen or it'll be I'm like say this, this on air in the event that ever happens again you can totally give my vip bag to somebody else
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh I you know, that is I- like so selfless
0: are you, me, Oh no. my god! I, I feel like I'm the last person that needs that. You know what I mean? Like so I, I don't need any of the lashers. I actually feel bad sometimes taking it. So it's my pleasure if you want to exclude me from the list. I'm happy to make sure someone
2: will <laughs> it. That's how I know you're yeah. a real
0: friend. <laughs> yeah, I end up just coming back and giving the stuff out, and most likely I give everything away. Usually, yeah. You know, well, it's R and D for you. Right? What about you? Well, no. Um, for me, basically
1: looking back, I mean, both years had totally different problems. I think the first year is just emotionally being really um, in it because initially we closed our salon in May and our, we did this thing in October. So it's not a lot of time between closing the salon and doing a, a huge conference with almost 300 people in it. It was definitely a, a shift of mindset. It was definitely a lot of mourning. and But at the same time, I felt like it was very productive because sometimes yeah. when you have a huge loss and if you just sit around and mope, it just... Goes That's down right. down oh, it's, backwards, it's right? Terrible.
0: Yeah. And this it's good. something- It forced to... you to be, you know, positive and um, sure at the end when it was over. You were literally sleeping in the booth; I mean, you fell asleep. Yeah. But after the next day, when it was over, I'm sure you yeah. felt like a oh, million yeah. bucks, so it was worth it. So, yeah. I think for me, if that was me, I would have preferred to just
2: divert right into something. Yeah, else. yeah. But
0: and it, it doesn't it, mean it, it's it, not
2: hard, right? It's actually one of our coping mechanisms. Yeah. And we did a talk on this, um, uh, that whenever there's a big disappointment or um, something has let you down, the best thing to do is work on a project that you've been wanting to do for a while. Because yeah. it immediately shifts your mind so you're not focusing on how, how painful it is. But yeah. you're focusing on something that you wanted to do for yourself for a while. So it just yeah. redirects that energy. Yeah. I think
1: the biggest thing, though, that I learned, especially in the first year, is I need... And help? I, yeah, yeah, I need to hire more help. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I really, I literally wore every hat. I was the person responsible for all the sponsors. I realized I need someone whose job was just dealing with sponsors. I was person responsible for all the speakers. I really need someone to help coordinate that. I was responsible with doing all the AV and all the food oh, God. setup. You did the AV. I mean, I was over. I mean, I didn't do it myself, but I was involved in all the aspects of the AV. Well,
0: that, that can yeah sometimes pose a lot of hiccups like i've been at events where you're like oh, all right the equipment doesn't work and then they're all looking at you like what do we do and
1: yeah um and we six. and we had some problems like that and i now i my background is av so i i know it but that said i should still be punting all that and yeah. and all and same thing my sister who's an event planner herself our producer, she came and helped. I really didn't give her uh, enough, or, I guess, of the tasks. I should have really handed off more. I was a little bit. She's the
0: event planner.
1: Yes, she is. She yeah. Should I
0: handed? It all of them know, not all I of them she, she
1: produces million dollar events all over the world and I think she,
0: you can pass the torch yeah
1: to <laughs> so my plan and now 2021 of, or 2020 was different because it was all online and we just didn't have the scope and size and okay. I did hire an event company to do all the online stuff so that really helped me just focus on making sure the speakers got their things done and then you
0: mean like the platform that the you platform yeah we, into- we had
1: a the app and the, and, the, and, the, and the interactive space that we had on the website and all that. So that was all taken Perfect. care of and it made my life a lot easier. Even then, they still said, "Wow, you really like doing everything, don't you?" Because I would just get in there and start doing stuff and uploading and building the website and
2: like, yeah, this is fun for me. They sent us like two boxes of cookies. They're like, you know, you're the easiest client we've ever had.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's
2: a sign. They're like,
0: thanks for the all the work you did. Like, good job with the job, Paul. Yeah,
1: I paid them a lot of money so that I could do it for them. It was (laughs) not the brightest moment for me, but I, I again first year i tend to be very much hands-on my goal this year i already have i'm going to hire at least four or five positions for this com- upcoming year nice. and we're going to have a lot more of a team we did have a lot of volunteers we had like 25 volunteers, oh, volunteers and they were great but i need still some more paid staff who come on earlier who don't yeah. just show up at the day of the event and go okay what do you want me to do all right go over there and right. hang out but actually you're like is the sweet
0: yeah. spot right and the, again the logistics and the coordination and that's a, it's just just a lot of moving parts. Um, yep. you know, we've done a couple of things like that. It's kind of like when you do a trade show, right? You yeah. order all the furniture and you just gotta set it up. There's always just hecticness, hectic the energy that goes along with just doing any event that's live and there's people counting on you. So yeah, it's intense. So um, all right, so delegate, that's good. Yep. Awareness, awareness, I think, is half the battle. And I sometimes feel like if you're just either overly passionate about the project, or if you're just like a worker bee, it's really hard to not be like that. Yeah. Truly, it's like, how do you, you can't even help yourself, right? You just have to get your hands in it. So hopefully this year, you'll be able to sort of like third time's a charm. You'll start getting more and more comfortable as the conference grows. So that's good.
1: Yeah. And and another thing too, and this is where it's a little difficult for us, we've had to pivot. The conference isn't really about us making a lot of money on it. Uh, beforehand, we we're like, we we're like, well, we want to do the conference, and we can at least pull a small salary or something like that. At this point, really, the conference is about building our brand and serving the community, and then we'll make our money through other means and through other our webinars and our coaching training and stuff like that. Because the conference itself, if we want to do it the level we want to do it at, uh, we have to spend a lot of money. It's just a lot of people go, where all the money go? And trust me, I' if you oh. want to sit down, I'll teach you how where all the money goes it, it's you'll learn real
0: fast how a bunch of how much some, a group of chairs cost yeah yeah you're like what
1: nothing that nothing's said, cheap right? yeah nothing's it's like cheap. the
0: wedding industry like in the event industry yeah. it's like there's just a significant like a markup on, on yeah things that you rent so yeah trust me it's not always as good as, as it seems right
2: it's yeah. kind of just like any small business when you first do a yeah. small business you think oh all this money coming in I'll look at how much money I'm earning, but you don't realize like everything that you're bringing in. It, that's the gross. You still have to pay rent. You still have to pay electricity. Yeah. You have to pay supplies. You know. Yeah, a lot of
1: people say they're six figure six figure um, lash stylists.
2: Did you net that though? Yeah, did that's not net the net. That?
1: That's a that's a gross probably. Yeah. And then once you sit down, you pay your rent and you pay all your bills. Like yeah, maybe you made sixty thousand dollars. And so while well, I'm glad you made six digits. You know, and that's something I think we had that same feeling. Wow, we made this money. And then I went back and I went through all my expenses. We spent it
0: all over. Holy like, crap. Like I broke even. Hmm.
1: Yeah. That's
0: a different feeling.
1: Yeah. yeah and the first, yeah, yeah, each year was pretty much almost a little more break even. But most of, almost all the money we made, we just put back in the LashCon. It wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm going to go and take a two month vacation. Nope. All that money we just made. Goes right back into next year's planning for the next LashCon and so forth. So, and that's that's and I think lot, that's why a lot of conferences I've seen come and gone. I think people realize once they do their conference a couple of times, like, man, we're not really making money on this thing. I thought I was gonna make 50 or $100,000 a year, and they're like, no, I didn't make that. So the conference dies. And so, for us for LashCon to survive and thrive my goal is not to make this my livelihood like i want lashcon to really be our centerpiece like wow everyone looks forward to it it's kind of like a a reunion for our industry it's a place for us to connect and and learn and grow and become better versions of ourselves be recognized yeah we're gonna be adding an award show this year god willing on sunday night called the lashies and it's gonna be it's gonna be small this first year we're gonna start small and and build off of that so that'll be something do you have the
0: categories
1: I do not. We are going to do oh. it a little differently. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of times these things are popularity contests and we didn't want to do a popularity contest. We want to do something where people get it based on merit. And we also understand there's not just one single person that emb- embodies what it means to be the best of something. Right. Like who's truly the best last child in the world? Like, is there only yeah. one? Like, there, I, 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 I'm going to bet you there's a lot. The
0: cream you know the what's pop. so funny that we're talking about this in this manner is I was... Um, driving with my husband Paul, and we we're listening. What's Paul. No. Yeah, Paul's <laughs> name ever. Paul. And um, there was I commented on something because somebody was like, "Oh, oh, this is what it was." We drove by a home, and it was like a random real estate name that we had never heard before. So when I was, he's like, look, look at that up and see what it is. So I Googled it. And their, their number one thing was number one realty in the country. So we got <laughs> like, number one, like, it's just like, what is that? Like, everyone, yeah. I'm the best. Says who, first of all, there's yeah. a lot of things are subjective or yeah. like, I'm the yeah. most successful. Well, like, that's a conversation that needs to stop where it's like, my version of success might be the complete opposite of yours, Amen. but it's like this whole best, the best, it's like, let's relax a little bit. And it's, that's not even attainable. And yeah. says "Who? where are yeah. we getting exactly. these metrics from? Who, yeah. do, do, did you say that? I don't elf elf? that. We're, that oh, we're the, pal- the last brand in the world. I am, let's cut it out. So, sorry, I'm gonna stop now. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah no, I so funny. but Elf, no, I elf think she with got... Will
2: Ferrell, he, you know he's a new Elf in town, and he walks by this. And cafe in New York. In he's new in New York, York, and there's a neon sign, "Best Coffee in the World," and he comes in. You guys did it! This is the best coffee in the world, and they're just like, "What?" what? Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that a couple
0: of weeks ago at Christmas, and I just yeah. am very familiar with that scene. Yeah. That that's that's what I mean, though. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. ridiculous is that statement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, why do we do that? Just yeah. don't.
1: I think it's American exceptionalism, right? That whole idea that Americans, we, we are the best and we have to always award, we give ourselves awards for everything. So while we want to do an award show um, called, we'll call it the Lashies. we'll say for now, it's our working title. But I, I think what we will do is, it's gonna be a little bit different in the sense that we're not gonna have the thousand categories. I mean, maybe one day we will be- we're not
2: gonna be. have people vote on it. No,
1: it's not gonna be voting. It's gonna be people will be submitting essays. And what we're basing this off of is hmm, Salon like Today, this? salon mm-hmm. today is a, a, a business magazine if you're not getting salon today you need to get salon today it's for the beauty industry for the greater beauty industry it's a great it's magazine all
2: business ideas And it's simple to so quick to read
1: ideas. good to content great stuff in fact really january this issue is the best of it all uh, um, always because they go through and give all the best practices um, that salons submit
2: so much and there's lots that. of great
1: stuff but they call it the salon yeah, it
2: is a good good
0: magazine
1: yeah, mm-hmm. Salon Top 200 is an honor that our salon had for four years. We were regarded um, one of the top 200 salons in North America and it's uh, quite an honor because to get in that you have to do more than just the average work and you have to write these essays and submit it. But what's cool is in every category and there are usually like 11 categories, there's anywhere from 10 to 30 selected salons who win in each category. And the reason why they do that is because the truth is they'll like to say best customer service well, is there really only one company that provides best customer service? Or is there more like a mark, like, wow, you do something special. You're not doing the same thing as that salon, but you're still doing amazing service and you have to submit this uh, survey. So we're gonna recognize, or, you. So we'll recognize you. So we're going recognize you. So we're gonna be doing, I think, two things. We'll have our salon category and we're gonna have the individual lash stylist category. And we're gonna probably pick three, five, six categories in each and Basically, you'll submit essays sharing what you do. And then we'll pick the top five, 10, 15, 20 stylists who, went, who show merit, that they do great work, that they're doing something special, that they're doing something unique. And then out of that group, we will reward, well, we'll honor recognize them. them and honor them at this party. So it's not going to be an envelope. Open the envelope, please. Who's the best? That's not gonna happen, it's gonna be more like, hey guys, here are the 10 best lash salons as when it comes to customer service, and we want to recognize them real quick. Come up up here, and all so that.
0: I, I love that style because I'm, I'm thinking, if are you gonna say like why they're the best? Because I feel like that's a learning opportunity of like, mm-hmm. all right, they're doing this and whatever, I never thought of that, let yeah. me adopt that myself. You know, I'm sorry, I couldn't think of an example, but is that yeah, what yeah. You
2: yeah. Have to yeah, recognize more. Well, kind of in the same vein of Salon Today, like this, the, epi, uh, the the um, issue in January talks about those best practices, yeah. there will be an outlet to explain why. Yeah, we,
1: we haven't all fleshed it out, but you know, Salon Today actually puts out the issue where every salon, they get a little blur, like here's what we do in, the, in their category and so we could do something like that we, we could we just who knows. We'll see. honor
2: people that are doing good work and we know that it's not just one person we know that it's many and also if you're a it single should be, practitioner right should be. yeah how yeah. can you compete if you're a single practitioner like with a salon we right. you know we want to honor those gals and, and yeah. guys um who are doing something special in their little corner of the world exactly because that
0: matters to me just as much as somebody that has a 10-bed studio yeah I had us I really worked um really primarily but this is way before last year but like by myself yeah. and I'll tell you I was book solid and I knew what I was doing in that treatment room and it was so much more than lashes right yeah. so that's connection but I mattered to my clients right so yep. it doesn't matter if it's you know, a thousand people or a hundred, it's, it's what you're doing and you're giving back to the, to the world. Right. Yep. And sometimes it's just one conversation with one person. So I love that you're doing that. I think that more isn't always better. Right. And mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's, it's nice to it, be recognized when it's just mm-hmm. your solo operator. So that's good. Exactly and that's yeah. and
1: then we realize you know we also just need to get done so to keep it possible to do on top of all the other things
2: that's right it's a good but, time to announce it right? yeah, or to, you know right. talk about it with you because it keeps us accountable keeps us accountable so, and we yes, keep it
1: short and small right? I mean, it will probably be like an hour long it's not gonna be like this three-hour oscar award type ceremony it'll be simple and short and then afterwards we'll just open up the bar and everyone will hang out and have fun and celebrate together and uh should be cool. So that's that's oh, awesome. be this coming so year. So yeah,
0: that is is so we're we're intending on it to be an in-person event.
1: God willing, if the world, I mean, obviously, I think today I read some horrible news uh, like in California, Moderna they're taking they're stopping the, the the vaccine because there's too many side effects or whatever to it. So there's definitely going to be ups and downs this year. But I'm hoping you know if all the the vaccines get put out there and, and things eventually work their way out i i could see by in the summer life will be kind of virtually normal in a sense and i think we can have a live event a big live event without having to do all sorts of crazy hoops to jump through with testing and masks and all that i mean we hope now we may have to pivot i I, it's in the back of my mind that hey you know summer comes and things are still not moving along or if there's a new strain or whatever something crazy is going on we may kick it back into February or something like that next year. Um, and maybe just do an online event again, you know, yeah. maybe we'll do, because like you said, I think it worked. People really liked the online event. I they really enjoyed it. it. And so it has a place in the world. I mean, some people said, "Could you do an online event one, you know, halfway through the year and then do the live event the other half, like maybe have two events, one's online, one's that, or maybe we make them all online. I, I you yeah, know, we'll see.
0: Well, it's good that you're remaining, like flexible. Cause that's, I yeah. think the most important thing is not to really dig your heels too much into one idea. Cause then that just makes it harder to transition and yeah. accept, all right, we're going to pivot. So that's good. For you guys. Yeah. Um, so now I asked you before, what was the most challenging part of the conference, but what was your, what was your favorite part?
1: Well, for me, I, I mean, I, it's an easy one for me even though. The first year I didn't sleep. I literally didn't sleep. I think I slept four hours in like four days, whatever it was. <laughs> I I still, love okay. the, the social aspect i mean there's not enough i can say about just finally meeting and hanging out with everyone that i've connected with online people who i look up to people who i admire and meeting new people i had never met and also now they're friends and we're communicating via instagram or texting it's just really really cool i mean for me probably by I mean, people no, me and Cheryl, um, we're like last nerd buds and Cheryl from Untamed, like we just met her like a month or two before the event and then she came out the event and we got to be friends and I know for me that was, and Jamie too, like Cheryl and Jamie were like the two people that for me I got so excited to connect and get to know and become yeah, friends.
0: Yeah, I, I love, I love talking with him. He's so funny and that's to me, yeah. I put humor over everything. Yes. Yeah. That is my number one thing I look for in people. So just like people need to like have a little bit more fun and relax. So yeah, he like yeah. He, he does it for me in that sense. So he, yeah. he
1: helps break up the monotony of of life and business and all that. So for me, that was really easy. I mean, I, I could not of if we just hung out for three days and and just hung out and had coffee in the morning and had a party at night, I would have been happy. I mean, mm-hmm. the business stuff was great and I loved it and I was honored to have all these speakers come and share all this information. But really for me, it was the connections and the community that made it. And, you know, even last this last year, we did that again with our party and our and chat rooms and our, our wall. We had a wall in the app so you can post photos and connect with people. And I saw people commenting on each other. So we did create a little bit of that same community uh, even last year, even though it was all virtual. What about you? For
2: me... It was the laughing. I mean, the laughing when when Paul and I are putting things together and we're bouncing ideas off That's each right. other, we just crack each other up and we just have so much fun just coming up with absurd ideas and then actually doing them.
1: Well, here's um, what happens. Usually Tush thinks uh, of something completely like out of this world. Like, how about we do the conference on the moon? And then I'm like, and, and I, my, I have to fight this. So I'm like, no, no, no. no, no. I've learned. have to. We try to change but this yes, thing. Yes, and, yes, and like, is no, now our our, our system because we learned this. From Second City, where they when they do their their brainstorming, you don't ever say no. When someone's sharing the room, an idea, and I did, they'll go, "No, that won't work," or "That's not a good because idea." It
2: shuts people down. Just the idea.
1: Wow. It shuts people down. It doesn't encourage more ideas. So what you say is yes, yeah. and and the example they use, in, in this guy that I heard a podcast with the guy from Second City, he goes, "Yes, and." So someone comes in the room and go, "I got an idea. Why don't we do a meatball flavored shake?" And then instead of saying, "Oh, no, that's a bad idea," he goes yes that's an interesting flavor and what are some other interesting flavors that we could try for our shakes? <laughs> and so
0: that's that real there is so much importance in that because i've i've learned right with you know i'm used to working by myself so having this office and working with people has been a learning curve for me too yeah. so i've had to learn like because i'm the first one to be like nope, like but that isn't great for people no. i had to learn that like i don't want to you know prohibit you from feeling comfortable and sharing ideas. Like we had a brainstorming session the other day. Um, we have a couple new products coming out this year. Woo-hoo. Yes. Very soon within the next like month or two, I have one coming in the next, I think, beginning of March and then hopefully by end of April. So you, awesome. you get your hands on, you're on the list We so were doing a brainstorming session and they're just, they pulled up the doc in the conference room and we're going down the list. And I was like, it's a little weird, but keep it because we could use it somewhere else. So I just have learned to, you know, just be a little bit more encouraging because I'm not coming from a good place. Like, I don't mean any negativity, but yeah. I could see why it would come off like that. Because some people are just like, oh, I don't want to speak up anymore.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where Tess has learned. I've had to learn with her and I still struggle at times. Let her come up with her ideas. She's an idea person. Tuss is the type of person who will dream and, and break all the molds and do things differently. And I tend to be the logistics person. My job is to figure yeah. out, take her vision go, okay, you just said you want to do this. How can we make that happen right. and, and make it reality? And that's where a lot yeah. of fun and the creativity. And, and like you said, I think, yeah, we, 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 we laugh a we lot. Laugh, we enjoy. Yeah. and then That's
0: important. As long as you can still laugh at each other. But that's that's the dynamic between Paul and I where it's like you got one creative and one person that's like, all right, how are we actually going to execute this Mm -hmm. dream of yours and make it a reality? So both are equally as important. So it's good to have that balance. Um, I had a question where, what can we look forward to next year? But we kind of already transitioned into the award shows and um, anything else that you're thinking of, like, the way that the day will flow as far as I, but I, cause I like the way you structured it with conversations and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, is there anything during the day, do you think that they'll that'll run a little bit differently?
1: Yeah, I mean, first off, the thing is gonna grow. It's not gonna just, and if we can do it live, we really want to expand it. So we're hoping on Saturday, this, this is almost becoming more of a three-day event and really for some people it will be a four-day event. So the three days is like, the Sunday Monday is gonna be focused on business and we are gonna shorten some things up a little bit and try to create more space for for community and hanging out. So we're gonna have like two hour breaks for lunch so that people can really, and we're not gonna have it on site. You can go to the local restaurant, hang out, connect with everyone. We're gonna show everyone where to go. So we want more chance for people to talk. And also we're gonna have a huge vendor area. Last year we had a big one, but it was at the back of the room. This year it's gonna be in the lobby. So we can have around 30 vendors is the goal. And so pretty much I'm God willing, we'll have every major last brand there. And then some, and then, and then
2: also time, a, a structured time, so that people can actually have conversations and visit the vendors. Because yeah. last time it was so like uh, back, to there back to wasn't back. Yeah. much time to connect. And we're really going to make that a focus.
1: And, and but we'll have so on Saturday we're going to have two pre-events. We'll call them right now. as they are one is going to be hopefully with podcasts or so. Janelle, we'll probably have you there, God willing, and as well as others. And it'll just be a meetup where we're going to hang out at a local restaurant and have everyone show up and I don't know if we'll have a hundred people show up or you know five I am expecting we'll have a, probably more than around a hundred or so and we'll just hang out and have the time to meet your favorite podcasters oh, meet each I other love.
2: network connect we're gonna laugh
1: and lots I'm, of laughing yes we'll have, laughing. we'll have a clown <laughs> with a nose that <laughs> no so you can see no clowns. no clowns oh okay I love clowns slapstick clown humor no oh does.
2: my god I but the that. visual of a clown
1: yeah it's okay it's all right
2: no, I, I, don't, my, I don't do the clown, but he always, you know, when we go to Cirque du Soleil. He love always loves the, the clowns. clowns. Yes, yeah. I do. I, I like oh clowns. God, <laughs> that is so
0: disturbing to me. I it actually, is totally disturbing. No, but do you know, um, there's actually a reason why, I looked into this, why people are innately afraid of clowns. Like it just creeps people out. Why? It's because the painted face doesn't move Oh. And you can't read, you can't read it. the expression. Because they have that the smile on the mask. face. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's disturbing to us because we can't <laughs> perceive it like how normally I'm looking at you. She's laughing. It's it's just yeah. we we don't connect well with it. So yeah. I was like, that totally makes sense. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's... we're all doing this now with
2: the mask thing. Oh it's, no. Simple clowns? clowns with masks clowns. It's it's grotesque. I don't
1: know. Oh, okay. No just
2: clowns, please. No clowns. Just,
1: uh, okay. No clowns,
2: but I'm taking we... back my gift. <laughs> 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 <taking it> back.
1: <laughs> yeah, so no clowns, but we will have a chance for the network and hang out. It'll be very loose. It may be a little QA, maybe, or it may be a mix of QA and then just people hanging out talking. Then we want to do another a meet up after that and that one we're still working What well exactly but i have some parameters and that will be for a, a certain segment of our industry that maybe gets underserved is what i'm thinking but we'll have that and then the evening we have our vip cocktail party like we did last year and then we'll have an after party for everyone all together then the new thing we're going to add on Sa- sunday is we're going to be finishing a little earlier like both days last year i think we finished at six o'clock or whatever it was and it's just a really long day so we're going to try to finish more around 4 30. And then we're going to have a cocktail time out in the in vendor area. So you can go out, meet with the vendors, and we'll probably be buying everyone a drink or two on on us. And you'll be able to hang out and get to talk to people and learn about the products and hang out and socialize and do that. And then the thing will wrap up around 6. Then you can go get the dinner and then come back around 8, and we'll do the lashes in the evening on Sunday night.
2: But I, I forgot to mention great. that I definitely want to have dancing. I love dancing. Okay, and we I will have it's dancing. So much fun! Like to make the opportunity, not you have to dance, but like it's going to be like you want. Again, dance seeing Lashvis
1: <laughs> Jamie dance, that, that was good. I saw the video. I actually wasn't there when it happened, but I got to see Jamie dance. I just danced, remember so it was great. the
2: first year I danced so much, my feet were so sore and so swollen. I had to completely change like the shoes I was going to wear <laughs> the <Yeah>. next day. <laughs> my foot is finally starting to feel better oh that's right <laughs> like, you today yeah.
0: so but I'm, I'm committing to not hindering myself because to me I'm such a social person so it's very sad when I like have to tap out because of a self-inflicted wound so it's uh, yeah, yes yeah. to the dancing yes to the laughing I love all that if you do the the cocktail hour in the vendor booth you should almost have like a a drink station set up at each like Lash of Your Booth can have like the Lash-Teenie or like some mystery lovers. Oh, gosh, what and, a like, great idea. You know, and just yes have like and? a little, yeah, I, be like. I, I'm I'm let be me just eat say eat this, a yes,
1: and, but I do a lot this. Um, the, the hotel won't let us
2: <laughs> they won't
1: oh the hotel won't let us then they they control the bar that's all them yeah, that's that that's, that's our contract we, figure we, something can't, out, we can't we can't like that idea we can't bring anything outside in no drink food or drink everything has to be them. Yeah. that's how they make their money i mean yeah. no offense but they're going to bill us for all the well, liquor, but that's that's like-
0: that's Something idea. cute. Now we like,
1: could do something where we mm-hmm. ask them to make certain drinks and maybe they can, we can put stations or something like that. Yeah. I can see that. that that's I not that idea. It's
0: hard to ask and throw out the ask idea. You sorry. never know. They might have a, a yeah. fun solution that is going well, like,
1: so. Yeah, I mean, especially if we kill the idea and then we say, well, can we have you set up a bartender in the, maybe last Affair you guys set up, we set up their bartender in your place or something like that,
0: anyhow. I'm just the bartender now, I'll just- yeah. That just yeah, stuff out. I'm no swag. In the, yeah, we're good. J- just just throwing gift bag. bags to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: here's your drink. Here's your here. gift gag. Yeah, there we go. Your your people will love you. By the way, you're oh gonna be gosh. the person that yeah. everyone's gonna hang out with.
0: Would be terrible at that job. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, um, about, all right. Well, thank you for really giving us a sneak peek at like what to expect. It sounds like you guys are learning and improving every single opportunity that you've um that you can. So what kind of switching into not as fun of a topic, but I think yeah. that's valuable for people because you guys are in California.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Um,
0: as a lot
1: of our- the best state uh, in the country.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just wanted to hear from you guys, like, you know, cause obviously you get a different view of what's happening when, um, when you're watching the news, or I highly recommend not doing that. But, you know, it's just different when you actually talk to real human beings on the ground, who are directly impacted. Obviously, we all are, but in different degrees. Obviously, California is very different than Arizona, right? And virtually, like, it's really like, it's not back to normal, of course. There's obviously a lot of fear and but businesses are open, like there's virtually, like you have to wear a mask when you walk into a restaurant, but you can take it off. Mm-hmm. Like there's not many restrictions here. And that's why I really like this state because they really look out for small businesses. Yeah. Um, how, obviously it's not been easy for anybody, but I, I mean, how has this been like, obviously for you guys now, I mean, we're almost approaching the full year mark of of going through this pandemic. I mean, what is it like sitting here in January of 2021? Like I know you guys talked to many lash artists there. Like kind of what's the general consensus? Are are people losing hope? Are people more hopeful? Do we feel like there's a you know light at the end of
2: the tunnel? Like I think it's super closed. I mean, like you mentioned going to restaurant. You can't go to a restaurant here. I mean, they they don't even have the outdoor. I mean, you can yeah Call
1: ahead L- la county actually orange county we found out we were out there a day and driving around and then <laughs> orange county they're like screw it we don't care
2: it was like restaurants are
1: open everywhere and at oh. least in newport beach they are and it was crazy to see just literally thousands of people walking around there, even people without masks on which is like you don't see that in la county where we live if you don't wear a mask people like you know hiss at you and throw tomatoes Well, and we such. live
2: in a really Asian community. We live in Arcadia, and um, people even wear masks in the car. Well, it's normal. You know, it's yeah. just,
1: I think it's acceptable and socially acceptable and normal to wear masks. In fact, I learned, and I don't know if people know this about in Asia, reason why you are a mask, you see people wearing masks in Asia, is not because they don't want to get
2: sick. It's for other It's because
1: they are sick, and they don't want to get other people sick. And they're wearing a mask so they don't cough their germs all over the place and get people sick. And I never knew that because I was like, that's so weird. I see someone walking around, some Asian gal. She has a mask on. Like, Does she really think she's not going to get sick? And then I'm like, no, you idiot, Paul. You're so insensitive. (laughs) Like, That's not why she's wearing a mask. She's wearing a mask because she doesn't want to get her family or her friends and people that she loves. It's actually very selfless. And I think yeah. that's something that we don't really see a lot in the United States. It's been very much my rights and I won't ever mask it. you can't make me do it. And I'm like, you know what guys, maybe if we all just showed a little selflessness and cared about others, we would see uh, some better results. With that all said, it is what's going on in California is, is, is a crime. I mean, I really feel like there are businesses shutting down. There are people leaving the industry. I don't know how many, I don't have any numbers, but I know a lot of people are just throwing in the towel and it's, giving up, it's, it's very sad. It's
2: for salons. More than enough, we, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What we see is that most people are going underground. You, yeah. can, you can't not, uh, I mean, we're, I think they just lifted it, but you lifted know- what? the the work no no, they, no, they no back no on they, it? no 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 you're not okay so anyway so there are a couple wow. uh i mean if you have a salon usually what they what they've done is they just paper up the windows and the lights are on in there and yeah we have they two say hair it's closed you know officially outside yeah you know there's also a nail salon in our on our business and everyone is in the back you yeah. know doing you know where it can't be seen um, there's two
1: hair salons they put up curtains to block the front and the, the like you said, the last the nail salons working. We we started working. We finally said we're done. We we were closed seven months mm-hmm. of the year of last year. And technically speaking, California had required I think really when it came down to those it, it nine months, everyone had to be closed. And we're still closing California. And I believe it's still another couple more month more months. Mm-hmm. So technically speaking, in a like fourteen month period or so, you know people have been required to be closed eleven or twelve months or whatever. It's insane what the state of California is doing. And,
0: it's really insane we, yeah. we are you know, i mean it's not it's not, just to your point it's not like the closing the restaurants you're not preventing people from getting together what's now happening they're just going over each other's homes yeah it's you're not stopping you know linda from getting her lashes done you can't stop no. a woman who wants to get lashed she's figuring it out so it's like this illusion that we're like sticking to these rules it's like that's not how people you can't tell people what to do they're not
1: Americans no no
0: No just really anywhere if you want to get your service done you're going to get it done so Mm -hmm. I just don't think that these decisions are data-driven and I think that there's some serious repercussions yeah and we're only seeing the start of it so it's really it's like killing small businesses so my heart like breaks like it really just breaks for so many of our colleagues and you know everybody has an Worse, and you know, different degrees or whatever. So I don't want to, well, you know, poor lash affair. But you know, we were, you know, how we're going to do all these things, and that some of the things that we wanted to do get just got stunted, and
1: yeah,
0: you know, see the pause button was hit, and it's fine. Everyone, we're figuring it out, and it's all great. And but there are just so many people that don't that can't do that. And you know, we're talking about growing the business. We're talking about people just being able to feed their kids. Yep, that's a different story and like how i just what are their options
1: no you're it's, being it's
0: like starve well really you're forcing people to go into crime and do shitty things yeah that's you know, ultimately this is when people feel like their hands are tied you know hopefully they're not going to crime but not everybody has better options maybe people don't have a skill set maybe they just were you know a professional um server and this fine there's plenty of nice restaurants where you make a really great living doing that yeah. but don't have a, a quote unquote like a a trade skill set, so yeah, that to me I just I I can't even imagine what people are going through in that sense, and it just it breaks my heart, and it's just so sad. And you guys are unfortunately getting the brunt of that. Yeah, it's
1: fuck, it's it's crazy. And the thing that's unfortunate is that when it comes down to way they've set it up like we're trying to protect you guys we're trying to keep the virus from spreading so we're going to shut you all down and keep you from working and yet who got the worst outbreak in the last three months california we had the most tight restrictive Our rules. Our county
2: was the most restrictive, and yet- we We're st- the
1: worst county in the country. Hit,
2: you know, so what? what's the, what's, honestly, what does it matter? I
1: mean, it's like both sides. You, we, one, we make sure no one makes any money and the small businesses, and really the poor. I mean, lower class people are hurt the most through all this. And middle wow. class people and upper class people are like, yeah, things have been good. Actually, I've been getting things for cheap, and it's been nice and relaxing. Yeah, save money. Save a lot of money. I mean, they're talking about, you know, when things finally open, like half the country is like- at, like more savings than they've ever had. They just can't wait to start spending again. But for the people who are shut down, the the, the everyday person, the blue collar worker, the, the restaurant worker. The majority that,
0: of the people that make up this country. Yeah,
1: they're like, <laughs> we've been suffering for, for a year now with almost no help. I mean, California, they believe now that the unemployment fraud was about $9 billion oh. was stolen from California. Oh. And and yet there's people I know who couldn't get a pay, an unemployment check. Like they weren't able, able to get any unemployment so, because the whole system is so broken and so slow. It's really hard to
0: so broken, You know, you're really this highlighted basically cause you know, we were talking with our team about, you know, all the relief that businesses are getting and are, are not getting. Yeah. And the fact yeah. of the matter is, is if you don't have your ducks in a row, you're not getting that. So, and I think yeah. that I think about really like all the last artists I know there are a lot of them are just not as organized as you you know what I mean sometimes you think that you are but like being an entrepreneur there's a lot of boxes you have to check and sometimes you're even you're not even aware that some boxes mm-hmm. exist yeah that that's why I love like this business conference because it sheds light on some things that you know it's more than just doing the treatment so you know you find yourself in a scenario we're like, "All right, you're applying for something and then you're like, oh god, I don't have any of that info and then you find yourself yeah, like, I'm great. shit out of luck." So I yep. think this has been really eye-opening for a lot of people too, for people that maybe wanted to start their own business or had it and then realized like, "Hey, you know, this is a lot harder than I thought." So, you know, all the people that you've talked to, do you feel like there'll be people um like closing the doors and really looking for, um, for employment and like to go to work at a salon? Do you feel like there'll be a, an uptick on more people that will go into like salon suites? And I don't want to say underground because that's not really underground because right now there really is not underground, but like kind of doing their own thing. Like what's your perspective on that? Do you think, which direction do you think that we'll go in?
1: I think in California salon suites are really taking a big hit because basically they can't open. Like I see salons opening and working underground, but I don't the know. The salon, salon suite suites. because yeah.
2: they're under the mandate; they have to shut the doors. Yeah, they so can't they do shut it. the doors yeah. and they're not able to take the rents, so people can't even get in there.
1: Yeah, it's so tougher on salon suites. The,
2: the people that I know who who worked in salon suites, they left and they're just doing mobile learning, working at home, you know, working, or, at, yeah. working at home, going to people's houses. I do, so. I
1: do think there's a winnowing process going on in California. I do think a lot of people are going on to new careers. I, I don't know what percentage. I have not done a study right, on right. that. But I do believe there are people who are just giving up. I mean, you just can't go mm-hmm. 9, 10, 11, 12 months without making an income, especially if you were new at this. Like, you just started That's out.
0: Crazy. I mean, That's crazy talk. That's yeah. crazy talk, I think, because that was me at one point, as it yeah. was you and you. When you start a salon, you're just – Trying to build right, and if somebody yeah. keeps the rug under, I can't. I just, I would. Oh man! Oh, I wish I could help more people. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, do.
0: I, I And unfortunately, there's. On, in our own little ways, but it's just like I wish I had all the funds to just like write checks to these people
1: to support. <laughs> no, I, if, if, if that, we. Oh, if sorry. I let
0: you finish your point.
1: No, I was to say. I mean, I, you said that, and I thought I wish we had a fund. Like it would been cool. Yeah. If we were some thing out there i know pba has something where they were helping really? salons but it was four. like 400 bucks or wow. 500 bucks it wasn't like money life-saving money i mean most salons like when we had our salon we were paying eight thousand dollars a month in rent i mean eight thousand dollars of rent you know for and then the
0: payroll that doesn't even cover anyone's pay four hundred dollars oh, yeah. is like if you have a family, that's like a, a groceries for the week, you know, so yeah. mm-hmm. no, our
1: payroll was like $50,000 a month. So, I mean, really comes down to it that you, you can't get by on just, you know, 500 bucks here, a thousand bucks there. And the PPP loans, you know, while the first round is here and the new one just started last week or actually started today, actually, I know one of my banks said they reached out, hey, you can do PPP. And I think, by the way, if you're a last salon or you're a stylist, if you didn't, yourself with a payroll like payroll check guess what you're not getting ppp loans like you you can't just say yeah i paid myself cash last year under the table and now i need a ppp loan they're gonna be like well you have to prove right. your payroll like you and gotta that, show what you did
0: right and then i know a lot of this is is, is a cash business right so it's like yeah. one, one hand you think you're being slick but then you kind of really screwing yourself So it's hard to juggle and it's just, it's just a hard conversation. I think so. I think, uh, you know, my heart just goes out to the people that are struggling and um, hopefully, you know, we'll get some relief soon. And hopefully it won't be just Exodus out of the lash industry. Hopefully start to build again and sort of just, you know, reach back up to their clients and sort of build, right. Build some, yeah. But. And by the
1: way, let me just say one thing for anyone's listening it's okay if you took a break from lashes. It's okay yeah. if you said, you know what, I went and did Uber or I went and did whatever. I just started working so I can make money. It's not like that's the end of your career. I once, at one point when uh, I was working in Hollywood, my the company I worked for shut down and overnight I was out of a job and I had to actually it became a mobile notary for a short time. I just took the job. My friend like, had it. You,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: be it's humble, okay.
0: like. It's okay. Yeah. Like It's okay. I, think I, I listened to a really inspiring podcast. Um, I can't recall which one, but it was a, a woman who was an immigrant and she came over and she's like, I had $5 bells in my pocket. I scrubbed toilets. I did whatever. She's like, you can't be above doing work. Yeah. Now, then she went into real estate and she was flipping houses. Now she has a skincare brand and it's like she has this empire. So I think yeah. don't let your ego get in the way because again, there there's just nothing wrong with providing and do what you need to do. And everybody yeah. has a place. And I just think that's a healthy way to look at it. It's like, yeah. don't think badly about yourself. If you have to start, you know, do an Uber or whatever the case may be, yeah. Just nothing wrong because the alternative is what starving is yeah. it's not better. Right. Robbing so,
1: people <laughs>
0: grace to be okay with this is only temporary and we're building in and going in a
2: different direction right yeah mm-hmm. i think um, one way uh, one way to make that happen a little bit easier in the mind is to recognize your identity isn't what we do yeah that is yes. not that is yeah. not our identity so when when you know uh, the company closed and you became a mobile notary you're like this isn't who i am right and i found
1: right. fun, i found fun in the work itself i mean i can i've done many odd jobs in my life i've told us well, i can like make any talk. job fun yeah you're (laughs) like you know what I mean just make it work any job can be fine I can make fun in any job I've worked in hotels I've worked in restaurants I've worked on mobile notary I've worked in film I've done it all and I've always enjoyed every job Tessa's like always said you know noticed you always seem very happy wherever you're working I'm like it's
0: okay. You have a happy personality, and that's a yeah. good trait. And being able to just make the best out of any situation, and you know, not constantly reminding yourself of the things you don't have, and just being yeah. okay with the things you have. It's really, it's mindset. And it's so funny, you keep hitting on all these recent conversations that I've been having with people, where, you know, it's like lash affair. This is not my identity. This is my job. Yeah, it's my business. It's the brand, but it's not who, who I am. am. Mm-hmm. And I think that that it's really hard for people to wrap their mind around. And I re um, I watched that. What was the movie I just watched? Um, soul.
1: Oh, so so good.
0: So good. And that's kind of what stemmed this conversation of like, realizing like, you're not your job yeah, and you're not, you know, don't, Save your life until this moment where you think it's going to happen. I won't give away the movie, but like, whoa! I was like, this yeah. is not where I thought that movie was going to go. But there was a no lot idea of hard lessons in there to like wrap your head around that. Life is short, and it's about how you make people feel and how you about make you how how you make yourself feel. It's not the work that you do. I mean, of course, that can be great and do a lot of good things for people. But I think to have that distinction and is important. That's, that's a really, I'm glad you brought that up. So.
1: Yeah. I used to tell my friends, if I'm not working in Hollywood, just, you know, just kill me. I mean, I, I literally thought that's my identity. I had to be in Hollywood, had to work in films and anything less than that was considered failure. And you know what? I, I worked in Hollywood for, you know, 10, 15 years, whatever it was. And you know what? I walked away from it. Fine. And I, I didn't let's. Yeah. Because I, I, my like, identity wasn't it? in it. That, that wasn't me. What that a shitty
0: it. construct to build for yourself.
1: Yeah. Right. If yeah, this yeah, or absolutely.
0: failure, right? it's not black and white like that there can be transition and then you can go back and forth and life um it's just so it's kind of crazy how horrible sometimes we are to ourselves (laughs) without even realizing all the stress and the pain and the fear that we instill in ourselves and these standards that we try to live up to that like don't even serve us it's yeah it's not good, so I think that I'm, I'm hopeful that that's what people kind of took away from 2020 is that you know maybe there is a little bit more to just this daily routine that I feel like I have yeah. to do, you know. So that's good, and it just allows people just to be a little bit less stressed and
1: yeah,
0: you know, more flexible. But
1: go watch Soul, go watch mm-hmm. it. It really will change. Oh, so
0: good. World. Yeah, so good. I just, just such a cute movie. I'm so glad that I um, was encouraged to watch that. So yeah. I recommend that definitely. Um, so what? this is kind of my last question. Um, so, kind of really just—I don't know if we already just said it—but what advice would you <laughs> give
2: to anybody that that is struggling?
1: Gosh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, yeah.
2: Well, you... I, it kind of goes back to the 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 same question, like knowing your identity, right? So I said, like when we closed the salon, that was like one of a, a, a life um, disappointment. It was a big life lesson and it was, it was painful, super painful for me. But it didn't kill me because I recognized that my identity wasn't in the salon. It wasn't in the 13 years that I would invested. It wasn't in all those things. Yeah, it was painful, but I was really faced with who I really am. And when it came down, when everything else was stripped away from me, all the financial security, all the, the work that my hands had created I, I recognize that I believe that I'm a child of God and that my identity um, rests in what Christ has done for me. And that's secure. That's something that can't be changed uh, by hunger, by despair, by, by even death. And, and, and so that is what gives me the most peace. That's what, that is my anchor. There's my, one of my favorite um, hymns, it's, 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 it's called, It Is Well. And it, it, it means it is well with my soul. And it was penned by a man named Horatio Spafford, who lost his son in the Chicago fire. And he decided to send his, they decided to go to Europe for a vacation just to kind of recover from the son's death. So he sent his wife and his children his daughter, do- the remaining kids on um, a ship. Um, it was a cruise, this is in the 1800s, right? And um, he had some business stuff that he had to take care of and he was gonna go the next day. And what happened was that um, his wife sent a telegram, all were lost at sea. So he lost his other children. It, it, and and while he was on that ship, you know- watching, Going to England, I think, Going right? to England, you know, for this recovery, lost his son, lost his, his kids. Um, he wrote this song that said, it is well with my soul, meaning that even though the sea rages around, everything falls down, knowing who he is in, in God and the promises that God has made him, um, he knows it is well with his soul. So anything can happen. Um, and I'm not saying that it's easy, but knowing where your identity is and that it, if, if your identity isn't something that can be taken away or corrupted or broken, you're going to be at a loss. Right, and yeah. and, and disappointment. So right? yeah, I mean
0: journal validation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So if, if, if I know that if, if our, our lives are marred by sickness, death, separation, I know that it's still going to be okay as well with my soul because of the promises of God.
1: And I think that's great, and I would I would say that. So not to repeat you, I'll say one other thing that for me, 2020 was like, and just learning over the last year. And I've always kind of felt this way, but 2020 really tested it. I always like to say I hold loosely to my plans, because if you hold tightly to your plans, that's how you become bitter and old, because. Man, mm. I've met so many people who are older and it's just I that should have been this or could have been this or I could have could have been a champion or whatever like, Could have been a doctor. Uh, doctor, yeah. Yes, the it,
0: it's yeah. like it didn't happen that way because it didn't.
1: It didn't. And yeah. it's because if you hold right. tightly to your plans, I mean, I think the joke is what tell God your plans. If you want to make God laugh, tell God your plans. Because God's yeah. like he knows that you know what you have a lot of great plans and honestly don't have plans but i may have something better he might have some better right. life just takes away right. of like 2020 kicks in the ass and all of a sudden you have to pivot and change right. and i think those who hold loosely to their plans and are willing not to say they're entitled to like an easy life, or I'm entitled that everything should go the way I want it to go, but just knows how to be really flexible and can bend with the wind and can come and go. And you know what? It says, Wow, 2020 came. And so we pivoted. That's the t- word of 2020, right? Pivot, pivot, pivot. And you just found a way, another way. You think outside the box and you see these challenges as forcing you to be creative and think outside the box because old ways of thinking are not going to get you to where you want to be in the future. You're always going to have to evolve and change. And that's only going to come when you are more flexible and have some tenacity and just real grit but in the end you have to be able to hold loosely to those plans because if you just hold tight man you're just going to be angry and pissed off and just not go anywhere in fact you're gonna be stuck in the past and so I, I refuse to do that and I wanna be able to bend and and go with the future. So, hey, 2021, we have our plans and we have some things we wanna launch and some new ideas. And I'm like, I'm 100% behind those and those are written down and in the books, but I am ready to change and go a different direction if life says, you know what? God and the the world's like, no, that's not gonna happen. Okay, that's all right. Something cool will happen we'll make the best of it.
0: Right, and that's probably why you are be able to maintain uh, you know, a happy outlook, right, where it's kind of foolish of us to think, like, I know what's going to happen. I know better than the universe. It's like, yeah. that's silly, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. you don't have that control. It's like, you know, don't not be motivated. Don't not make the plans, but like, yeah. just accept that you don't have control over all this, right? You have yep. to be passenger because it's control really is an illusion. And I yep. think, Ultimately, you're just setting yourself up to, like you said, be bitter and angry, and that's something I'm trying to work on too. Is just lowering my expectations, and there's no oh I should have did this or it no. That's just if you want to do something differently, every day is a new day, right? Yeah. No need to live in the past. It's just no. a not healthy way to be. so, so I That's big, really good advice. Yeah, that's good my, advice. Yeah. Just roll with the punches, you know. Keep it <laughs> moving. Not, go you know go into this little ball and dig your heels and like I said earlier and just like commit to what should have been it's like yeah just deal with what is reality right so absolutely let's go to that guys um do you have a favorite quote or anything that you kind of live by I know Shelby does this thing too but I've been yeah. trying to think about things to say at the end and I a couple people do this and I, I kind of admire it because it says a lot about people okay so, so-
2: One of my favorite quotes is by Bill Gates and it is your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. Yes.
0: I love that because I always say feedback is a gift, whether it's good or bad. What the worst thing is that somebody doesn't speak up. That's such an opportunity. I think that um, a lot of people shy away because they don't want to hear negativity. It's like, that's nobody wants to hear they did a shitty job or whatever but welcome it with open arms because that's how you do better. That's how you build. And there's nothing better than somebody coming to you and complaining, but then you listening to them and course correcting. That's how people feel heard. And I know that anytime that we've ever had a customer complain at Lash Affair, those people end up becoming our best customers best because you're giving them an opportunity to speak their mind. So that's a good one. How about you, Paul?
1: um gosh I'm one that I can't ever remember quotes I'm so bad like when people like sing lyrics to songs I'm always like yeah 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 I like I don't know the words I just don't remember them same thing with movie quotes my friends always were like zingers back in the 80s right when movies were just full of quotes like every Arnold movie always had a one thing I mean I'll be back I'll remember that but most of them I'd be like I'd be the one kid in the group like everyone's sharing quotes and I'd jump in I go that they didn't say that Paul in the movie I'm like well, it was kind of like that. And like, oh my gosh, you're horrible at quotes. But, so I'm not, I don't have any but Like one- a
0: motto or anything, but I mean, you kind of just answered it where you just A going- little
1: bit. I, I got one that I liked and I actually saved it. So I went onto my computer and I looked up one. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I saved one. And this one is really good because it really helped me to look at the customer experience. So I'm going to read it instead of <laughs> what i memorized. So I said, this is from Otis Williams. It goes, good enough is the enemy of excellence. It's no longer good enough to meet expectations. It's time to exceed expectations and in the process set new ones. And I just love the idea. Good enough is the ending of excellence. I think in the beauty industry, when you're in the service industry, it's so easy just to blend in and do what you know, the salon you worked for was like, oh, I'm just doing what they did, or I just follow this one trainer and I just do what they did. That's right. not enough good enough is not going to take you to that next level. You're not going to be the highest paid lash stylist by being good enough. You're going yeah. to be the best paying lash stylist because you're exceptional at marketing yeah. and you're exceptional at lashes and you're exceptional customer service. And it doesn't mean copying and just doing what everyone else does. Look what everyone else does and then go the opposite direction. Like find what else everyone else is doing and be different, stand out, be okay being that black sheep, be okay being that person that does things. Like if everyone's doing two hour appointments, maybe you do a two and a half hour appointment and go longer. You get to charge more by the way too, because you give more detail to the experience. And you're not about me. I remember like five years ago, it was all about 30 minute appointments, 60 minute appointments. It was like, everyone's trying to do these fast appointments. Thanks for that It's insane, how how in the world- How do you
0: cleanse and- (laughs) i get the gel pads and the tape
1: how do you yeah. don't no you don't you don't you just get yeah, them in you throw on a few lashes it's kick out. them out Yeah. but that's changed thank god that's no longer the trend but that said you just find what yeah. people are doing and go and do something so for me that i'll just leave that to the one that, like, i like got, i got a bunch of those but that's the first one popped up on my search on my computer
0: well that's it that's a good one i like that one thanks well I have one more surprise for you guys. I just have to go get up and grab it. So I'll be right, just give me one moment. Okay. <laughs> oh, we'll, end this, we'll end this on a good note.
1: We're gonna see your dog. Oh, I hope
2: so. One of your
1: dogs. Uh, is it really,
2: are getting-
1: A dog, a dog treat. She's
2: got smash face dogs, which are the cutest a dogs. A
1: pug and, and
2: a- They're like dog with pig face. And then okay. brindle. Let's see, is
0: it? Should...
1: Oh, oh. should get our pug. No, our pug's still sleeping. Our daughter, you know, our our house doesn't wake up till like 11, 12 o'clock. <laughs> there it
0: is! Yeah! So, Mr. Boy has his. Hold on, let me get it. Where's the. My
2: sweet baby.
1: He got it on says lashgasm lash on it. Gas, it's the lashgasm pig.
2: Oh,
0: my goodness. He, he has goodness. a lashgasm.
1: Oh, I love oh, it Look awesome.
2: matching? Oh. You are matching wear. You guys are so <laughs> cute. And you know high smoky his br- his brindle coat kind of looks like tie dye.
0: There's your like people.
1: Tie-dye. Yeah, it goes with your jacket. or your baby. shirt. Yeah. You, know, you look so. like you guys are yeah. together.
0: We had a t-shirt necessary. and we um uh we just cut it up. We sacrificed ones that we could give them to the dogs. Oh, I put it on him today so, so that I could show you what you guys Oh.
1: Uh, Very feel now, once in a while just blesses us with photos of her dogs. She'll just text um, us something. It's so cool.
0: I'm a creep because I still have the photo of your dog in my favorites that I love. <laughs> see, it, see it all the time when I'm just scrolling, looking for things. I'm, I'm never going to delete it. Oh. Part of my camera roll forever. Yeah, He's good. But Daddy. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. I know you have a couple couple different handles. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you can find us at lastcastpodcast.com on Instagram, as well as the last conference. And our website, which will probably be changing, our website for the last conference is the last conference. And we have last Cast Productions is our website for our podcast. Nice. Um, and you can find our podcast on every platform. There is a platform that we aren't on everything from iHeartRadio to Spotify, iTunes, and so forth. So you can find us everywhere. Come check us out. We've actually been doing this for over three years now. So it's been pretty exciting. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Um, I know I'm like halfway through um, the interview you did with Sandra because the two it was just yeah. the 2 partners. So I'm almost through, but that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We were really fortunate. I've been wanting to get Sandra on for a long time. When she finally said I'm leaving, I'm like, holy crap, we got to get you on because you're done. And she's, you know, sadly, I could tell already some people who are, who are newer in the industry had no idea who she was. And like, it's amazing. just blows my mind. And Sandra literally as a single individual had more influence the in industry than anyone. I mean, she literally just, you know, as one person out back East working really affected hundreds of that thousands or tens of thousands of lashes Created
0: a little online community. I remember, so she said something to me. This is full circle because it was at the Lash Con, the first one. Yeah. She pulled me aside. It almost made me cry a little bit. I was like, wow, like that was such a special moment for me. She pulled me aside and she said, hey, um, I want to thank you. I was like, why? And she's like, you know, I did my very first ever like class with you i i was teaching um at a school just like a little workshop it was like you know evening from like six to seven or whatever or seven to eight or just something at the end of the day and i was like oh let me get sandra to come because she's influential and we both just did a presentation but that was the first time she did did anything so she's like you were kind of my starting point Hmm me doing it and i just thought it was so sweet that she took the time to say that to me it just it meant a lot so yeah and it was at your conference there was a lot oh. of funding going on at that at that place there so, was
1: yeah no, yeah so
0: people get the drinks and then everyone's like come here I wanna chat real quick and you're like that was so sweet. So it's nice just just say things like that too. Cause it was like, I don't, I'm not taking credit for anything that she did. That's not why I brought it up, but it was just sweet. When you share something with somebody, you're like, Oh, that was nice. And you just make people feel good. So
1: um, I know that you've done that for a lot of people. I mean, I know for Shelby and for a lot of people, you've always had a a real impact in supporting people. I know for us, you, I think you were the first one that came to me and said, we're 100% behind whatever you do with Lashcon. Like, I think I, it was oh. like, it was amazing. Like, no one, I mean, I had talked to other people, but you were like, we'll be there with bells on. It doesn't matter. Don't sweat. We're on board. And I barely had told you more than just like, we're, we're going to do a business conference. And I'm was, like,
0: so. social gathering, party time. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so. extremely extroverted and I love to laugh. And I just love those small moments, right? Yeah. Like, that you, that not, you never forget. Like that was yeah. an intimate conversation. Sorry, Sandra, I didn't mean to put you on blast yeah. no to people to, to know yeah. that, but I just thought it was sweet. And it obviously wasn't that personal, but you know, it's yeah. just, I love, I love the get together. So Absolutely. I'm looking forward to getting together soon. So
2: thank yes. you for
0: your time. I'm going to finish that podcast and let's plan on doing a recap somewhere closer to the conference.
1: Yeah. Good. And we'll definitely have to do that. It'd be awesome. And thank take you care, so guys. much.
0: Stay well, stay well in California. We will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much.